All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an unfair resource. With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, you. You're goddamn right he is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Semifinals of the playoffs, semifinals of the playoffs, party people. And welcome to another exciting, informative, adventurous, intelligent, talented, but no, talented can't describe the show, but whatever it is, I got all the adjectives to keep going of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitlist, with my man here, Alex Marchetti. What's up, guys? What's up, Alex? I, I, you know what? I had one for you, and I forgot what it was. It just, like, I thought of it. And I forgot what it was. I was waiting for something, but it didn't come. Okay, I gotta, no pra- I gotta practice it. It's okay, bro. It. It's, I gotta practice it. I gotta come up with it. It's gotta become a routine. Since I'm so used for Charlie, always saying my man here 100 years, and then now that's for Charlie. And then for you, I gotta come up with something different. Since you are gonna be filling in for Charlie for the foreseeable future, as he is, as I said, taking some personal time, because he has some personal things to handle. No problem. I don't. I don't want to make him sound like he's crazy. Like he's in. Like voluntarily checked himself into an asylum or something. It's not that. That is not the case. Because that it sounds like that. Like oh, he's taking care of some personal problems. He's figuring out who he is on the inside. Like he's <laughs> listening to the. You know, to Charlie. Charlie's listening to Charlie. No, I don't want to make it sound like that. You know. Or or is it just because now that his Cowboys look like in prime spot to be top of the NFC East that he's taking all that time off to just dedicate to watching the Cowboys? Yeah, maybe. Maybe? Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, they're, they've been winning. He's like, you know what? Maybe I should not go to the show because they're winning. You know, maybe he he supports the Cowboys more than he supports the show. Ooh, <laughs> I think he would. I think he would say that. Hmm, pretty interesting. <laughs> It's it's it, like I said it was funny. So like when uh, when my wife and I first got married and we went on that losing streak, the Giants went last year. Yeah, they started like zero and four, and my friends were like, "Yep, the Giants been zero and four since Flex and Anita got married because we lost that first game against the Cowboys last yes, year." Yes, yes. And he was like, "The guys are all, Giants are zero and one." So then me and and I, you know, we're like, "Listen, babe, the Cowboys were. I mean, the Cowboys, the Giants were here first. So you know what I mean. So we were like, "Is there a way we could get like a seasonal marriage, like during football season? We're not married, so it's not bad luck to the Giants." That doesn't sound like a bad plan at all. We thought about that. Like a seasonal marriage thing. Yeah, okay. we, we thought about that. Hey, that might work like <laughs> long term, like for any relationship out there. Like, you know, having that break and then coming back. Does Rachel listen to the show? She, she will now. <laughs> it's like I watched this beat of one show that she really listens to. And then she's going to be like, oh, really? <laughs> so that's how you feel. Oh, I'm in trouble now. I, I don't worry. I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I hey, no, no. Hey. <laughs> Hey, I'm just, I'm just saying. I won't explain. It might work. I won't, that I, might work. I won't illustrate verbally about how much you were just smiling the whole entire time, so explaining all that about. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Flex. Because your eyes is you had the twinkle. Th- thank you, thank you for saying it. Just you, keep on going. Go ahead, keep on. <laughs> you know, you and I have that inside joke about the twinkle. Yeah, the twinkle. So yeah. we know about the twinkle. <laughs> uh, so since you're in the playoffs still, uh, did you have any matchups yesterday that affected? I know it's just one game, but maybe. Uh, so Are yeah, you happy so of the results. One one thing I am uh happy like I mean like happier than I would what, what was expected of was yes. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. I want to get him in both leagues. I got Tyreek Hill. I know you do. <laughs> and you lost Odell this week because he's out. Yes, I have Odell and I lost him. But I'm contemplating of starting either Tyler Lockett uh-huh. or Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. But I think I'm gonna go with Tyler Lockett over Amari Cooper. I'll explain later. Don't worry about it. Okay. But did you watch the game? No, I did not. I watched the game. It was a pretty good game. It was a good game, and I think uh, the Chargers going for it for two. Right. At the end. And at the end, they won. I know. I, I saw about that. I read up about it. I just didn't watch the game. Yeah, it was great. Even even if I they, was too scared to watch the game. E- even if they failed, right, the two-point conversion, it made total sense for me, especially the way them playing away for the win. Regardless, if they, they would have kicked the, the extra point, they had to go for, you know, to win it in overtime. So it just, that was the best opportunity they had to win. And yeah, they, no, no. And they nailed it. 
And 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 what one big you know what I heard all about it when I read about it uh, this morning all about the updates of the game and then when I heard about it uh, I remember like just watching like within the first quarter not watching but looking at my ESPN and within the first quarter that Pat Mahomes got a touchdown like right away I'm like I was stressed because in another league I went against Tyreek Hill and Pat Mahomes okay that that first touchdown by Pat Pat Mahomes was awesome no it, it wasn't it was no it wasn't. It was. No, it wasn't. No, you're saying <laughs> it was. You're saying it wasn't because it, it went affect, against me. It yes. went against you. Exactly. But if you saw the play, nothing else. It, no, nothing else in the world is going to be is going to affect me about what I'm thinking about. What happened in Flex's right, world? Move on. I'm not going to even finish. <laughs> Let's move on. You just you mean outside of Flex's world? It was awesome. Outside of Flex's world. Oh, okay. Because you're staring at me, and I'm assuming you're talking about me in my world. Okay. All right. Let me stare at the camera. <laughs> outside of Flex's world, you know the play looked like it was over like he was just gonna run out of bounds or just throw the ball away nope he found demarcus robinson for the touchdown right there boom yeah that was awesome all right anyway, so so he's a great quarterback you know you know what it is with these with this week it's just it's it's nerve-wracking you know what i mean like i mean i mean i joined five leagues you know what was funny i thought i was able to make a third playoffs in this instagram league that i'm in with other instagrammers because i i I was like, and um, two weeks ago, I was like, okay, we have to win this to get to the sixth spot because it's 16 playoffs. And uh-huh. the guy thought he had a 16 playoffs, but he didn't realize he put it as a 14 playoffs. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, right? And so I we were like, this. so I was like, all right, so whatever. But then when I realized it's a 14 playoffs, okay, I have an extra week because usually for 14 playoffs, they don't start until week 15. They go from week 15 to 16. I'm like, okay, so if I win this week, I could get that, you know, because um, there's a tie. There's like a huge, like, big tie there. I mean, from between fourth and sixth. I'm like, okay, I, I could then I could move up. No, no, because week because week fifteen and sixteen go together for the last round. I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, they just took that away from me too. Yeah. Like, but whatever it is, it's fine. It was a fun league to be a part of. But um, it, it, it's not a money league, though, right? No, no, no. But what it what what it is though is that the winner we have to post on our Instagram the 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 one who won. So it would have been nice to see Better Fantasy Bureau, you know, because we were invited to that. You know, shout out to I for Talent and. Um, it would have been nice to be, you know, to win that. That's all. But you know, I, I still every week put in the lineup, worked the waiver wires, looked in the trades. So I still treated it like it was for money and all that. But what's even more so? It's like it's another reason because now my wife is stressed out about these games now that we <laughs> because now that we booked our honeymoon. Yeah, we're going to the Maldives in February. All right. So now, so now we want this extra money because yeah, Maldives, the money is all about the money right so now. So <laughs> expensive. It's so expensive. The Maldives. You're you're bougie, bro. <laughs> Maldives. <laughs> It, yeah, it's it, super expensive. It takes a whole day just to get there. It's a ni- or I two days. I think it takes two two days. To I get have there. to take. I have to take a uh, a sixteen hour flight, right, all the way out to uh, I forgot which airport, like Doha or something like that. I have to take a sixteen uh-huh. hour flight. Then after that, I gotta wait an hour to get to the next flight. Then I have to take a five hour flight to the to the city uh, mall. Or whatever, however, M A L E. And then then I gotta take a twenty five minute seaplane to get to my resort. And then bed. that's it. And then boom. <laughs> then, then bed because you're then gonna be so exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> but we're, we're you know because we do land there on the, the the Valentine's Day on February 14th is when we get to our resort, and it is our honeymoon. So you know we got a little private dinner on the beach. You know, just a private table, just for us on the beach, laid out and stuff like that. You know, and uh, so I'm looking forward to all that. That sounds very but, beautiful. But it's funny because my wife started like mentioning about like, oh, you know, like they have like these private beaches that you could have like a picnic on. It sounds great. But then sometimes I get a little bit. I get. I'm not gonna lie. I get like a little bit like you know, if it sounds too good to be true, something's up. Kind of this thing because I remember I saw one time on Facebook they have an entire like because I, I don't know if you knew this is uh, there's almost two thousand islands in the Maldives. I did not know that. Yeah, there's almost two thousand, but but like only about like sixty of them are inhabited. So there's this one that it's only inhabited by one big house, and they rent out that one big house. For you and a group of friends or whatever, and I'm like, this is where horror movies yeah, get written set up for. for a scary movie. Right yeah, there. this is yes. where it's, you know, like you know, like like the log cabin in the woods that's hidden. Oh, this is fantastic! And then J.C. Voorhees comes out of nowhere. I don't know what the Maldives version of Jason Voorhees would be, but I'm sure he pops out with like some trident or something like that. Not the gum, you know, the, the Aquaman spear, <laughs> which my wife would love it if that Aquaman character popped out of nowhere in the Maldives. But the guy who plays him, I forgot his name. With a Hawaiian shirt, maybe. With a, no, with no shirt, he wants him to pop out. <laughs> but yeah, but somebody, somebody like that's where it sounds suspect. I'm like, this is like, 
And, you know, like, and I start thinking, like, you know, like, hey, have you ever heard of anybody that did this before? Like, no, I haven't. I'm like, exactly. Dead man tell no tales. I'm like, this sounds like too much now. <laughs> and I got a little bit nervous about it, you know, but there's still other things that we want to do. And we have planned, like, they have the underwater restaurants we're going to do, and it's going to be fantastic. They have an underwater restaurant? Literally, wow. They have a couple of them. Literally underwater. That's like, cool. literally under the water. But the thing is, is that I, when you're in the Maldives, I didn't know this. It's not like you could just, you know, once you're at that, because once you're at your island resort, yeah. You're on that resort. That's it. So if you want to go to another place, you have to take a seaplane. And just a seaplane alone per person is like 400 bucks. Or like a speedboat, it's like 200 bucks. So even to leave to get to the dinner is going to cost us about like a month's worth of food just to get to the <laughs> one dinner, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, That's why I said you're bougie because just to get there is a trek. And it's pretty pricey. I'm not bougie. But you know what? It's love this, my wife. It's your honeymoon. Yeah. You know, let, make the best out of it. Hope is very priceless, the experience. Because see, what people say about like, oh, the marriage, you only plan on doing it once. And that's true. I mean, you could have like, you know, you could renew your vows, but your marriage is only planned for the most part only to be once. I mean, you know, things happen. Yes. But you only plan. And I'm expecting, I'm going into this and only, you know, treating it as I'm only going to get married once. But the honeymoon, you could have a second and a third and a fourth honeymoon. You could yeah, do that. For sure. So this is, you know, but this is the first one, whatever. But still, it's just... Uh, listen, don't get me wrong. I'm excited about it, but I'm really not looking forward to that plane ride back. That's going <laughs> to yeah, suck. It's going to suck, but... As long as it is and leaving the beautiful Maldives, that's going to suck. Yeah, and then you're going to come back. It's like, oh, I wish I was back in Maldives. I know. I come back. I come back here to the city. I got to take those... You know, I'm, I'm in the Maldives on like my, my own little private pool looking over the old ocean. In the but, middle of winter, you know? Yeah, but no. But instead, I'm going to come back to this cold. I'm going to be squashed inside the one in the seven train with a bunch of other strangers that I don't know and then see, you know, the bums at the train station, smell the piss, and then come and see your beautiful face, Marchetti. Both. So it's going to be great. I look forward to that. I look forward to coming back and seeing your beautiful face. <laughs> and no football. Oh, time. wait. And, oh, yeah. No football. Oh, wait. And I got Charlie to look forward to, too, when he eventually comes back. Great. <laughs> Anyways, let's go on with the show because now it's starting off in a tasteless manner. Uh, so once again, party people, just to go on before we get into the Friday edition of our show where we give you a breakdown of every single game that's coming up for Sunday and Monday and for this special week. And Saturday. Yes, there you go. For this special week, Saturday also for okay. this week. So we'll break down the games as best we can to let you know. Remember, always you can follow us on our Instagram at BFB Podcast, on our Twitter at Podcast BFB. You could always hit me up directly anytime you want on my Instagram at at Flex Hitlist, which is F L X Hitlist. That's Flex Hitlist. You could also hit up Marchetti anytime you want, which your Instagram is Marchetti M A R Q U E T T I. Yep, hit me up. And it's also your Twitter handle. Also, you can find us on the Fantasy Life app, uh, which is Better Fantasy Bureau on the Fantasy Life app. If you are there, you know, give us a prop, give us a like, and give us a follow. Uh, you know, we do the best I can to update you there. Also, what we what I'm really calling out for. Because we're coming at the end of the fantasy. We're coming at the end of football. We're moving into the basketball divisions and the baseball divisions of the podcast of the show, the Better Fantasy Bureau Nation. Okay. I'm asking the Bureau, the followers, all the Bureau. Support. Support by, you know what? Not so much by subscribing or like posting it out there for us, which is Review. great. Review. Review. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you haven't reviewed yet, take a minute, unless you're driving. Don't do that if you're, if you're driving, which we we some of us do. But don't do it while you're driving. If if you know if you're on the subway listening, you're at home listening, or whatever it is, or even if you're if you're stuck at a red light, but don't do it while you're or driving. in the bathroom. In the bathroom, wherever it is, which I do my best thinking there. I call it the office for a reason. You know, <laughs> definitely, definitely some of the best segments of the show that I've written have been in the bathroom. Hundred percent, best yeah. information I got it from there. But um, yeah, just 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 rate rate. Give us a five star rating if you think we're worth the five star rating. You know what I mean. If you're not, tell us. I don't mind. Like I always said, the the the, the platform, the foundation of the show is that we are not gurus. We are not experts. We are just regular everyday fantasy sports players. Yes, this is just barbershop fantasy talk, and that and that's exactly what we're doing for you. We're giving the getting the best information that we can. To talk about sports in general and everything else about it. And we just love talking about it. But give us a rate. Give us a like. If you like me, if you like Marchetti, if you if you like Charlie, or, you know, whatever. If you hate me, give us a like. Give us a review. I don't mind. Just review. Take your phone out right now. If, you listen, if you're on the computer. I'm going to take my phone go out. Go take right your now. phone. <laughs> you know, if you're on Spotify. I don't think I have reviewed. I'm reviewing. <laughs> I'm gonna do it right now. You can do it right now. Just write, "I am great on this show." <laughs> you can do that. You can write it about yourself if you want. This is Marchetti. I love hearing myself. I hate hearing flex, but I love hearing myself. Whatever it is, just you know what that would be great to us. I mean, we I we do have a large supporters. You know, like we have a bunch of people that listen to the show all the time. You know, granted that Ryan did hit me up and said, "Hey, listen, man, you got to get more people to rate," and he's absolutely right. 
and people give me ideas all the time and I love the fans and I love the the, the support and you know the, the support base that we have and I just really need everybody to keep moving on to keep pushing this thing forward because I don't want the platform to get to a certain rate I want it to grow bigger grow it's all about it, growing together absolutely and I want it to keep growing so to help us grow bureau the fans party people please help us grow take your phone out just a few quick seconds just rate it just rate it and review it write a review give us five stars whatever it is just take a couple of seconds have right your now grandma there. review too have, yeah have anybody do it just like hey listen just do it just do me a favor for flex's show hey listen listen to this give them a review just just do me that favor it's not that hard not asking for much not asking for any money never will you know, unless you want to spend money on the shirts we have coming up and the other memorabilia that we're going to be selling. But, uh, yeah. The hotness, the hotness. Of, the, of the merch. Let's get into it, party people. Let's talk about every single game coming up this week. And let's start off this week with the Texans versus the uh, the Jets. I almost said Colts. That was last week. Okay, so the Texans versus the Jets. So this is a Saturday afternoon game for MetLife Stadium. It's a busy week for MetLife Stadium because they do have the Giants game also coming up the next day, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, but to stay on the topic that's being fantasy relevance, the only Jet that I would consider playing this week, and I mean consider. That's it. I just mean consider. Hold on. We get some water there. A little thirsty. So the only Jet that I would consider playing, I didn't say recommend playing, I didn't say I would play, but I would definitely consider playing is Robbie Anderson. Isaiah Kroll is out. Inu was out. And the reason, the best reason why... Robbie Anderson gets my consideration is because he's averaging a little over six targets in the past three games. And the secondary other Texans, it is very good, but it could also be exposed at times. It could definitely be exposed at times. So for most of this game, I would say most of the games throughout the season, I would say avoid all Jets players. But something about, you know, like, you know, sometimes I would say to play a Jets defense, you know, maybe sometimes I would say Anderson and Crowell, but for this game, I don't mind Anderson. I don't mind him. I definitely would consider him, especially if you're in a situation where you don't have any other better options. He's probably more than likely on the waiver wire. So I like Anderson in this game. Uh, I'm not recommending him, but I do like him in this game. It is not a terrible game for him to play just because of the amount of volume he's getting. With the Texans, everyone else is a go. You know, it's 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 not like the, the Jets are a scrub of a defense with the Texans. Yeah. Um. You know, they they definitely put up a fight. Watson's still a good QB to go. He's gonna you're gonna play him, which I hope so. I have him going this week with DeAndre Hopkins. Shout out to John Riley. Um. But you know, like the, when the when the cow well, sorry Cowboys almost said I'm looking at something else when the quarterbacks face the Jets, they end up on average with 17.4 points per game. Still, though, after the big divisional loss they had last week to the Colts, I think the Texans are going to like put the pedal to the metal. You know, put their step, their foot on the gas. They're not going to let go. They're going to keep going at them. Uh, Lamar Miller has been great lately to, for Lamar Miller's standards. He's averaging 17 points in the last four games. Yeah, he's been great. Yeah, he's been very good. I mean, great RB two for RB two. Yeah, great. especially for Lamar Miller, what we usually get from him. Yes. You know, I mean, he's been doing very, very. He's been doing what we. Like the price we pay for him for the most part. So he's been doing good lately. So I and with this game, the Jets get run on. So I see uh like a good RB two day with upside from Lamar Miller. So I like Lamar Miller a lot. Uh Kiki Cutie is out this game, so I like Demarius Thomas's game also as like a solid flex type of play. Uh the Texans defense all go and the de- the defense is definitely a strong play and the whole Texans everything. And I got the Texans to win this game. You have the Texans. Um so the spread for this game is uh minus seven uh-huh. for Houston. And um, the over-under is 44. I got the under. You got the under on the game? So you don't yeah. expect the Jets to score that many points. No, right? I don't expect the Jets to really score much any points. And I just think I think the Texans are going to take a lead and then contain the lead. That's how I see it. Yeah, I see Houston covering the points. Yeah, I and, see Houston covering the points too. And I'll say the over on it. Over, really? Yeah. Okay. I think the under, but okay. Oh, let's do so. Jets are playing at home, you know, so you got to give them some props there and uh, – yeah, I see the over, but I do see the Houston Texans covering the points, minus seven. You got the video, who you have winning? Just winning overall, Houston. Yeah. If I have Houston covering the points. Okay, okay. Yeah. Don't get mad at me. Don't <laughs> yell. Don't yell. Do it without the yelling. Okay. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right, moving on next. So, Doggy, tell me about what you think about the Browns versus the Broncos. The Browns and the Broncos. That's a Saturday Saturday game as well. Um, about this game, I'll tell you. Um, Nick Chubb. I would hope you would R- tell me. <laughs> Nick Chubb is an RB1 here. Uh, Denver's uh, defense is ranked 14 against running backs. Since week nine, Chubb has been ranked RB6. 16 points, 35.9, 27.8, 16.2 points, 18.3 points. Those are great production you see from a running back. So you're I definitely, definitely going to start Nick Chubb. I hope he does bad. 
<laughs> you hope he does bad? John Riley's playing him. I hope he does bad. Well, um, he's not going to. He's going to do good. Looking back, I was looking at the Broncos, and I was looking at the playoff uh, schedule for them. And I'm like, I saw the schedule. I'm like, this is a great schedule. But they do have a couple of key guys in the secondary that are out. And that's going to affect their play. Their front seven is going to do pretty good. But I do expect them to to allow some points in this game. Um, as far as our wide receivers for Cleveland, I'll play Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. And then David Noyoko is a is a interesting start for me. You would play Jarvis Landry. Do you think he's going to do good, Jarvis Landry? Well, like I said, uh, Chris Harris Jr. Let me see. Hold up. Let me. Who are the guys that I feel like are out of here in this game? They're out. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I didn't look into that. I just hope that. I mean, it wasn't my game to cover. But no, I no, just no, know no, that yeah, Jarvis Landry. Yeah. I hope he does good. No, I, I expect Jarvis Landry to be a low end wide receiver too this week. Denver's uh, defense is nineteen against wide receiver. Jarvis Landry, the last two games, he scored 16.4 points, 24.10, with nine targets in each game. Yeah. So I, I do have Jarvis Landry as a wide receiver, too. I wish he does. Play him with confidence. I wish he does better. And then, like I said, David Noyoku averages five targets a game. Denver's ranked 27 against tight ends. Uh, with George Kittle having a monster game last week against Denver, I suggest starting him with some confidence. All yeah. right? Um, I have a question for you. Um, I have an answer. You have an answer? Of course I mean, you have an answer. I have an answer for everything. So, Noyoku, uh, you will start him over Bray? No. No? No. Well, now that Odell Beckham is out, I'll definitely start Evan Engram over uh, Noyoku? Yeah. And Trey, I'll start uh I wouldn't start Burton over Noyoku. Burton? No, right? No. Yeah. That's the cutoff point for me. Yeah. As far as Baker. And it's Njoku. Njoku. You said Njoku. Njoku. <laughs> Njoku. All right. So, as far as Baker... I won't start Baker in this game, and I'll sit uh, Case Keenum. Okay. Uh, in the Denver side, you would definitely start Philip Lindsay without a question. Yeah. Wide well, receivers. Um, that's pretty much it for the most part, I would think, for Denver. Cortland Sutton, Sutton is uh, practicing back. He's back at practice. Yeah, but he'll probably see more Denzel Ward, who I think is a better talent than Sutton. The better rookie. They're both rookies. Who? Denzel Ward, the cornerback for the Browns. For, All right. No, no. He, uh, Denzel Ward is out for the game. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's okay. out for the game. I take it back. Yeah. Um, Better so, fantasy bureau. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's out for the game. Uh, for He has a concussion, so he's out for the game. You're um, a concussion. I'm a concussion. <laughs> yes. So I definitely find Courtney Sutton, Sutton being an a interesting uh, flex play. Okay. And as far as Dynasty, if anyone is out there for Dynasty, I suggest looking into Tim Patrick and Deshaun Hamilton, if, if they're available in the waiver wire. And... um. Denver, let me see. The spread for this game is minus two and a half. For Denver, the over under is forty five and a half. Who do you have, Flex? I have Denver winning the game, and I would take the over. All right. Uh the public likes Cleveland in this game and the under. Well, All right. This is a betting disclaimer for anyone that bets. Okay. You know? Um I'm not. I'm not. Suge- I'm not suggesting that you follow what I say. You're just giving your opinion. I'm giving my opinion. That's it, fine. We have this group chat, right? And one of my friends, Lou, right? We all joke around. You know, Th- is they, this <laughs> the one I'm in? Yeah, that you're in. Oh, practice squad. Practice squad. Okay. Yeah. So they, they, there's this ongoing joke on when it comes into betting that they call me Mush Keddy. Mushketty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like it. You like it? Ah, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> All right. So when it comes to prognosticating sports wages, uh, just letting you know, sometimes maybe doing the opposite might work. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I have Cleveland in this game. But that doesn't apply to your fantasy football recommendations. <laughs> no? <laughs> no? No, okay. no. It just, uh, hey, I'm in the playoffs. Could it make me question <laughs> about bringing you on the show now? <laughs> Wait, no, what? I, that's <laughs> why I said it's a, be- a better disclaimer. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> Good. You, you said it at first. Let's, let's clear that out. Wrinkle, let's get the wrinkles out of this. Because um, sometimes, you know, it seems like when, sometimes when you look at games, it's like, this this team is definitely going to win. No n- no way they're going to lose the game, and then the opposite happens. Right. Even with the spread, sometimes you don't know how Vegas is just so close with the points. But you know what I'll say? When looking at points, right, over-unders is a good engage. Like it, it, it's good to engage to see 
how many points are going to be on the board because that's what Vegas thinks is going to be somewhere around there. Uh-huh. So when you're contemplating or starting a wide receiver or running back, look at the over-unders because if there's one that's a low over-under, they don't expect that many points. Right. And if you have a, a, a player in that game that has a low over-under, like let's say 36, uh-huh. and then there's another player that you're contemplating or starting over him that the over-under is like 45 or 55 points, then you know that, that comes into play. So you're talking about 10, 20 more points in the game that might go into the, into the player that you're playing. So I, I do recommend looking at the over-unders when you're deciding to pick a player to start. Anyway, I do have Cleveland and the over on this game. You have Browns winning and the and the over on this game. Yeah. Okay, all right. That was pretty good though, explaining about all this stuff. Because I don't, I normally don't bet that much. Yeah, I really don't bet at all. No, I don't. I don't bet, but like, uh, there's times I do bet. You know, but no, I hear you. Like, I'm saying, yeah, I, my, no, I get it. Like my friends, and in, 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 if you look at the chat, right, they they ask Doggy, uh, Marchetti, uh, who you got this game? And then they they go the opposite. They go the opposite, no, 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 or they get worried that I got that game that the same game that they got. Uh, it's so like ah, oh, my parlay is screwed. <laughs> it's it's not a uh, it, it, you know I'm not saying it's a it's a, the world's like terrible thing. I mean, of course, if you know if you have an addiction, you have an addiction. But it's a good thing for us to talk about because people aren't interested in that. No, of course. It's, it's, you know, it's I mean, I, if, I, if uh, I were to bet, yeah. I mean, I would uh, you know. The, you know, this, I would give the recommendations I would do if I were to bet. But, you know, like, I don't even bet, like, even in casinos, I really don't even like betting like that. Like, I like to play just Texas Hold'em just because it's something I can control. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, granted, of course, there's luck involved in it, but I, I'm afraid, I really do believe, I know that poker is a game of skill. There really yeah. is a lot of skill to Skills. it, to the reading people and to, you know, with the, what, you know, the percentages and all this, that, and the third. So, I, it's like a game where I have more control of. You know, I don't like, I'm not, I don't even like playing slots and roulette and stuff like that. Like, I have a tradition every time I leave a casino, I do put, like 50 bucks on black but that's really it like i'm not really the gambling type but anyways going forward um well we will you know give us give you guys our uh like i said opinions yeah and give you the information you you know help you digest the information you know not telling you to follow what we say right you know you make your own decision because we're not the pros we're just regular we're not the guys pros. We're guys. you know we just feed you the information you know we do the research for you right and then you decide, you know, if you want to lean our way, like if you've been hot with our decisions, like if I've been hot with the picks I've been going, just roll with it. Right. You know, I've been hot. Like I'm, I'm over here just doing, you know, just scoring, doing good. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Now, you know, but at the end, we'll give you the information and you ultimately decide, you know, if you have a gut feeling of a, a player that's, that's going to do good, then you start that player. No, that's 100% true. Moving on right now with the rest of the game. So as we're going on, let's talk about the Cardinals versus the Falcons. Now, the Falcons have had a disappointing year, and a lot of that is thanks to their defense. It has been a very bad year this year for their defense. But this matchup that they face is a mistake-prone QB that is Josh Rosen. I'm not saying play their defense because of that. Still don't play the Cardinals. I'm, I'm playing uh, the Falcons' defense in this okay. game. Okay. I say don't do that. <laughs> I would I would still not do that. You know? I'm playing them. I'm just – it's just – this one because you know why I'll tell you not to do that. You know, the whole office of the Cardinals isn't all that bad. You know what I mean? There's a lot of question marks there. Like that first round top five pick of David Johnson. He is way under delivering on his price that we had to pay for to get him this year. And uh but he's got a good play here because of the matchup. You know, the Falcons have given up the fourth most points to running backs. So it's not without the realms of realism and possibilities. That DJ puts up RB1 type numbers. It really could happen because of this matchup. I see him as like a high RB2. I know he's been disappointing. You know, if you made it this far already in the playoffs with um, David Johnson as your RB1, congratulations. I know it's probably been tough, you know, but um, it's, 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 I just see him with RB2 with upside this week. And the Falcons' offense is so good, though, that they might have to play catch up. They might have to keep moving the ball down the field because that, that offense of the Falcons is still so good. So, they're going to have to be playing from behind, so that might take DJ out of the game a little bit. That's why he might not put well, up those good, arm- He's a good pass catch. Yeah, but they don't back. use him like that too much. He is good at that. He's great like that, but they're not using him that much like that. Not not Josh Rosen, yeah. not that often so far. So that's why it's kind of kept them out of the games a lot. Game script has been like that. But I still like Larry Fitzgerald for that reason. For that reason, I do like Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, I think he's a good flex play this week. I hope he's a lot better than a flex play this week. I'm playing him. <laughs> You're starting <laughs> I'm more than him. likely right. going to start him this week. More than likely. But, you know, he's having a steady amount of targets. He's averaging 6.2 targets per game since the bye week. And with the Cardinals, indeed, like I said, playing catch-up, facing the Falcons defense, it's just like a good play for him. And like I said, I hope he does better. What? 
So, do you expect the Falcons to be scoring, right? I expect and them to be scoring. the Cardinals playing catch-up. Right. But I expect them to be scoring also because Since the Falcons have a bad rookie defense. Qu- rookie quarterback by Josh Rosen, right? Yes. Starting and trying to, you know, catch up to the lead. Right. He's going to be prone to, guess what? Forcing interceptions. Forcing interceptions. That's why I feel the Falcons is a good play yeah, in defense. I don't. Because nope. they're just that right. bad of a defense, though. I get it, but I just think it's too much of a long shot here in the semifinals. Okay. You know what I mean? Now, granted, this is going to be an interesting week because there's a lot of difficult matchups this week, I feel. There's a lot of really bad, difficult matchups. So it's like it's going to be a really interesting week where, like, anything could really happen. Uh, but going on with the Falcons now that, you know, you play the usuals. You play Julio Jones, of course. And I cap him a little bit more in this game than usual because he's going to be facing Patrick Peterson. Yes. That's not fun for no matter what kind of wide receiver you are. It's never fun to go up against Patrick Peterson. But outside of that, I like really because outside of Patrick Peterson and Chandler Jones, I'm not really scared of anybody else on the on the Cardinals defense. Nobody yeah. else is worrying me. So I do like Ridley this game. Sanu is even worth kind of like a flex, but, you know, it's not like a sustainable one. But still, it's a good match nonetheless. Um, Ryan, of course, is a great play. Tevin Coleman is definitely a go here with this matchup. Avoid Edo Smith as best as you can. You know, he hasn't been doing good lately. He splits the carries with Coleman, but Coleman is still the starter. And just avoid Edo Smith altogether. Uh, but in this game, I'm going to say there's going to be a little bit of an upset. You feel there's going to be an upset? I got the Cardinals winning this game. Ooh, they got nine and a half points. I got the Cardinals winning this game. With a 44 over and under. And I got the over. And I got <clears> the Cardinals <throat> winning with the over. So the public has it, mo- most, the public has it 50% going over. And... 54% going on the Cardinals on this game. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to go with the Falcons here, man. I don't trust uh, Josh Rosen here. I'm not mad at you. I'm just going for the upset. Go for the upset. So I got the Falcons covering the points, the nine and a half, and the under. All right, so we're, you just completely no. dis- you completely disagree with me. Yeah. Moving on right now, so tell me, uh, Marchetti, about the Raiders and the Bengals. All right, so the Raiders and the Bengals over here. In the Oakland side, I suggest the only person that you should be starting with confidence is Jared Cook, Cincinnati's 21st against the tight ends. Mm-hmm. A good uh, streaming quarterback option. Let's say you have you had Carson Wentz and he's out. Right. Um, I suggest uh, take a take a chance with Derek Carr. Okay. Bengals are at the bottom versus quarterbacks. I can see Carr being a QB one. Barron, there's no b- bad weather. Like if. If it's snowing, uh, like high winds and stuff, then then I'll be a little bit skeptical of starting Derek Carr. We'll keep you updated with the weather situation as it goes on our Instagram, <clears throat> at BFB Podcasts. Yeah, so um, in the Bengals side, I'll start Joe Mixon without a doubt. There's no hesitation there. Tyler Boyd is a low-end wide receiver, two for me this week. Oakland is 11 against wide receivers. And tight ends are tight ends, Uzama. <laughs> <laughs> Raiders are dead last against Titans, so you could start Uzama. And um this game this game is hard to pick since Oakland has been surprisingly uh you know they they beat the Steelers yes uh last week. Right. Um and the Bengals, you know, they don't have their starting quarterback, Andy Dalton. And the 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 spread is minus three with a forty six over and under is a toss up to me. I have to give it to Oakland and the under. I'm gonna take the Bengals and the under in this one, and would, you're gonna take the Raiders. I'm gonna take the Bengals and the under. Would you start uh, Doug Martin? I would if I needed somebody like a flex spot. Yeah, I would because the, the Bengals give up so many. Um, you know, like it gives it's it's terrible the amount of uh, points they give up to. To running backs, it goes so many points to the running backs. That's what I mean. So, so, I mean, like especially if you're a guy that like lost Eckler this week, like you yeah. had both Austin Eckler and then you missed out because like somebody in, in our in our league in the BFB league actually shout out to Lisa, she had Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler lost them both, didn't get Jackson, but ended up getting Williams from the Kansas City Chiefs who ended up out. killing Even yesterday. Better. Yeah, so really worked out for her. But still, like you know, that's like a flyer she put on against the Rams. I, I had not the Rams. I'm sorry, against I, the Chargers. I had Williams two weeks ago and I ended up dropping him. Wow. And well, the other Williams killed but, too. Mike know, Williams killed yesterday. Yeah, we you know got and, eliminated. And, you know you, you beat us. So, but it's funny <laughs> you beat us. But it's funny like in that matchup. In that matchup, Lisa played uh, Williams, the running back for the Chiefs yesterday, which killed. And yeah. the guy she was playing against, my boy Ryan Arpat, he had Mike Williams on the bench. On the bench, yeah. but if he played them, they both like, would have cancel each other out, and it would have been like a really like interesting matchup between the two of them. Like two unlikely people to put up thirty plus points did. 
And you know, that would have been really interesting. The matchup I'm in, I have I have, I have Tyreek Hill, right, and I have the Chiefs kicker. So I started Butker, both. Yeah, of them. I saw. And um, my matchup has Keenan Allen, and he got injured. Uh, but you yeah, know, yeah. I, I was I, I didn't take you know my team didn't Tyreek Hill and they can't see, yeah, yeah cancel each other out, and they didn't really do much. You know, so they gave me eight points. So yeah, we'll see. It, where uh, it, goes. it hurts me because I played the kicker from the Chargers yesterday, which I dropped Matt Prater uh, for. I know. Mm. I th- I thought that I thought that the 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 the, the they were going to be slinging the ball, and I just thought that the Chargers were only sometimes like there was like a red zone time. It was like three and something. I thought I was going to get a couple more points on my kicker there, but he threw an interception. That, that's why I hate starting kickers. Like it's just hard to gauge. I know there's been a debate on if you know next year maybe they're gonna they're thinking about eliminating the kicker position in fantasy. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. We could talk about that on Tuesday. We still got a lot more to cover. Right, so on Tuesday on. we'll talk about that. Let's that's go, a, move that, on. I know it's a big topic. We'll move on though. Move on. Uh, so moving on right now, the Dolphins versus the Vikings. Now, as a Giants fan, we really need the Vikings to lose this game. We really need them to lose this game. I just don't think it's going to see it happening. I don't see it happening. You know, the sun-spoiled Dolphins are now facing that brutal tundra that is Minnesota. Even though the game's indoors, I know, and all that. But still, it, the travel's going to be a factor for the Dolphins, I feel. And uh, the Vikings have fired their head coach, John DiFilippo. Their office, of course. No, office coordinator. Excuse me. Yeah, I wrote head coach yeah. back in that. I meant to put OC. I put HC. Excuse me. You're right. <laughs> office coordinator. Yeah. Yes, their offensive coordinator, John DiFilippo, who shows up, uh, you know, that shows that, like, how much fed up the, the Vikings are and how much they just want to, like, just, you know, kick it into gear and take it up a notch. So they want to show their dominance here, which I really hope that they lose this game. I hope it's another miracle in Miami, Miami Dolphins miracle, something like that. But. All Vikings are going this game fantasy football-wise. You play Cousins, you play Diggs, you play Dillon, you play Rudolph, you play Cook. All have very good matchups, especially Dalvin Cook, who has a great matchup here because the Dolphins give up so many yards to the running backs. A lot of fantasy points for the running backs come because when they play the Dolphins, it happens. So Dalvin Cook's going to kill this game. Uh, The Vikings' defense is also a very good play here. It's enough said about that side. Now, the other side, it's kind of like the opposite for me. You know, there's not really any Dolphins that I would really play here. There's not really. You know, I know Stills. He had a good week last week, and he was a popular waiver wire pickup. Yeah. But this is a bad matchup. One, Stills does best when he plays with Tannehill under center. And now Tannehill is nursing an ankle injury. He may be out this week, so it's difficult to play a wide receiver when he has Brock Osweiler throwing the ball. You know what I mean? He's still got a job in the NFL. So um, it's hard to play stills. And two, he could see Xavier Rhodes covering him. Also, not a lot of fun there. So avoid stills. Avoid Amadola. But you could play Drake. But you're cautious about it. But you can still play Drake because I think the Dolphins will have to look to the air to get most of their points, if any of the points they're going to get. And um, Drake has proven himself to be a worthy of a pass catcher. You know, like, you know, he had that one ca- yeah, that, that, that last catch of 55 yards. That he ran for the touchdown. So um, I think he's going to give like high flex to mid RB2 type production. I think it's possible. So, so you won't start Frank Gore? No, absolutely not. Is that a, is that a real question? That's a question. Some people are asking. Some no, people, no, I, it could be a question, some people, but it could be a, it could be a question some that... Pe- some people might be contemplating that. Don't do it. Don't contemplate. Don't think about it. Don't start Frank Gore. Stay away <laughs> from Frank Gore, okay? Or reliable. Stay away. Stay away. <laughs> In this game, doggy, I really... Really hope that I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong about this. But I got the Vikings to win. Jeff, if you're listening, you want your Vikings to lose, don't you? But yeah, I really hope I'm wrong about this. Um, the Vikings, um, they're minus w- seven and a half at home. Yeah, with I- the over under of forty four and a half. I got the under and the, and the Vikings. Yeah, I'll take that too. Okay, moving on right now. Uh, let's get through this with, with best we can. The Cowboys versus the Colts. Tell me why you will not play Amari Cooper. Why I won't play first let me just go through this. All right. So definitely start that uh Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott for sure. Amari Cooper, the Colts are six against wide receivers this year. All right. They they possibly could have been number one against wide receivers this year, but because week four where they got blown up by seventy one points allowed in, in the season against um I think it was the Houston Texans. I don't know. Damn, I can't, <laughs> I can't look it up. But anyway, there was just one one week, week four. Week four was against the Texans, no? When the Colts played, the, what you mean? The Texans played. I mean yeah. the Colts played who? The, the Texans, Houston Texans. I'll tell you right now. I'll look yeah, it up. Just look it up. Go on. I'll look it up. So Go anyway, on. if if you avoid if if you 
eliminate that week four where they allow 71.7 points against wide receivers, right? And let's say the second most points they allowed after that is 47 points. Mm -hmm. They will be considered number one against wide receivers defense. I mean, Mm -hmm. they'll be considered number one against wide receivers. The the Cowboys week four matchup you're asking about? No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, the Colts week four four matchup. matchup. Okay. Go on. To me, he's a wide receiver too. Okay. That's why I'm considering him right now. So, And it was the Texans. It, it was the Texans, yeah. yeah. So if you look at how did uh, DeAndre Hopkins do against uh, the uh, the Colts? In that game? Last week. Last week? So yeah. Uh, he didn't do that good. He only had 13 points. Exactly. The, 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 so the Cowboys only have one wide receiver. And I mean, he, had four and touch, he had four catches for 36 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. But the Cowboys only have one wide receiver. Right. At least... Houston Texans has uh, Thomas. They have Thomas, and then they have uh, DeAndre Hopkins. So, I don't know. For me, after a big game that Amari Cooper had last week, I don't see him having another wide receiver one production for this week. So, I'm staying away from him. I play him with caution as a wide receiver two. Now that Tyreek Hill only only scored four points for me, I need somebody that I could trust that I could see them scoring a wide receiver number. Who are you playing over Cooper? Tyler Lockett, yeah. who's facing the Niners. Yeah, nah. No? Nah. <laughs> nah, we're going to do it. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, what else? All right. Uh, you will start Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, you start T.Y. Yeah. No, but is he practicing? I know he was knocked up. He was not practicing, but he's going to play this he's week. He's going to play. Yeah. The only thing Cowboys are fifth against wide receivers. They're tough against wide receivers. He's definitely going to start Eric Ebron. Marlon Mack, to me, is a sit. If, you, ha- is if you have to start, if you feel like you have to start him, he's only a flex play. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. And um, Dallas is 5-0 and against uh, the spread in the last five games. The total has gone under in four of the Colts' last five games. And the uh, spread is minus 347. Give me the Colts and the over. I am going exactly what you just said as well there. All right, so now moving on, uh, we're talking about the. Wait, buck- wait before that, uh, I know we got a rush, but so Cooper, do you believe he's a wide receiver one? Yes, wide receiver one. All right, yeah, no the way the way the Cowboys have been using him, what he's been doing, yeah, yeah there's just, no reason just because of the target usage, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, they, right. They, and they've been using him well, so I, I just don't see no reason why for it to slow down. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, what about in standard? Same thing, yeah. All right, I, cool. I still don't see no reason. You know, it's not like he's being a PPR monster, but still, he's just they're just using him a lot. All right, um. So the Bucks versus the Ravens, okay? Now this week is like I said, this week's a totally totally loaded with tough matchups. And this is gonna be a tough matchup for Jameis Winston and his Buccaneers. He's a he's a tough play for me this week. I would try not to play him as best you can. I mean, there's like some hard matchups out there, but I, I would try to avoid him if you can, Jameis Winston. Uh Mike Evans goes into your lineup. Uh, you're still not excited to have him there, though, you know, because he's been like more boomer bust as far as instead of being like a steady role. He's been just yeah. like a boomer bust player kind of this year. You know, you it's really hard to put him on your bench. You know what I mean? Like if you have the stones to put like Mike Evans on your bench or somebody like Tyler Boyd, like you know what I mean? Like if you have the stones to do that, more power to you. I wouldn't be able to do that. You know, Tyler Boyd's got a good matchup against the Raiders. No, nah, you got to start him just because of the targets that he's going to get, right? I mean, still, it's just, he's, like I said, been more boom than, he's been more bust but, than boom. But you see how you're hesitant with Mike Evans, and they have all the weapons in Tampa. Right, but they have the, they have all the defense also in, in Baltimore. Yeah, but the Colts have a good defense against wide receivers, and that's why I'm a little hesitant. Yeah, but they're not as Cooper. good as Baltimore. They're good, but they're not as good as Baltimore. You know what yeah, I mean? They're yeah. not like an elite defense. So, um,. Yeah, so I, I just I just wouldn't recommend Mike Evans, but it's just hard to play. Like I would definitely wouldn't recommend him in daily. Avoid him in daily. Uh, avoid all the Bucks uh, running backs. Great though, even though he hasn't really filled in for OJ Howard's shoes at all, he's still been pretty good for the most part. And not for nothing, uh, this is like the silver lining, which I'm hoping also to find because I have Kevin Brait playing. Is um, the Ravens have given up the fourth most points to tight ends since week 10. And I really hope that trend continues. I mean, uh, and uh, for Godwin and Humphreys, both are so unpredictable as they fight for target shares in this matchup. So I would try to avoid them as best as you can. The Ravens, also on the flip side, have a very good matchup. Lamar Jackson has a good matchup here. And with his legs, and he could do damage on the ground. And the Bucks 
are really bad at stopping anybody that's running on the ground. So I like him. I like Dixon in this matchup. I trust Dixon. It's already I already heard that he's going to get an uptick in his usage in this offense. So uh, I think he's going to have another solid game this week. Now, as far as the pass catchers go for the Ravens, it's tough to play tough. any of them. It's not because of the matchup, obviously, but Baltimore is such a run-first offense. No, what's up? No, go ahead. No, finish, so, finish what you're going to say. Are you pointing at me? Yeah, no. It's, like, it's like you're pointing at me. Just, Stop what you're saying. <laughs> like, how can I not say something? I, yeah. No, I just wanted to chime in. Um, for wide receivers, if you need to start one wide receiver, who would you trust? Uh, Sneed, probably. Probably, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust any of them. If I had to pick one of the Baltimore wide receivers to trust in this game, yeah. it would be Sneed. It would be Sneed and PPR, and if it's in standard, I have to go with John Brown just because of the touchdown. Yeah, That's but it. it's just tough to trust any of them because it's such a run-first offense. I think that the defense is going to really take control of the game. It's going to, you know, and they're going to control the clock and control the game with their running and their defense in this game. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's... I do, I do like Lamar Jackson and, and Kenneth Dixon in this game. Yes. Yeah, those are the only two that I like in this game. In this game, I have the Ravens winning this game. The Ravens are minus 7.5 at home with a 46.5 over under. I got the under. You got the under? Yep. Um, I got the Ravens, and I got the over. Okay. Mush Ketty. Mush Ketty. All right, so going on next, Marchetti, tell me what you think about the Lions and the Bills. All right, so the Lions and the Bills. This is a tough game. Yeah. You got Matthew Stafford that's banged up. Kenny Galladay, if you have him, uh, good luck. I don't think I'll start him. <laughs> uh, nope. He'll, he'll be a flex. If you're desperate, flex. Bills are third against wide receivers, so I'm just letting you know. Mm-hmm. LeGarrette Blunt, I'll start him. Uh, the Bills are 23rd against running backs. Yeah, Carry uh, Johnson is also out for this game. And he's out for the game, yeah. Yep. Matthew Stafford, I'll sit, suggest. Would you start Josh Allen? Let's say. If, I would start him over Jameis Winston. You start him over Winston? Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. and let's say you, if you're one of those guys that lost Carson Wentz. Yeah. And there's no quarterbacks out there. You know, if you're somebody that's been streaming quarterbacks and stuff like that, like I just, yeah, I would start him over. Uh, Jameis Winston, like it's not, it's not the worst matchup for him this week. Yeah, and um, Chris Ivory, uh, Detroit is ranked twenty four against the running backs. I'll start Chris Ivory too as a flex. Yeah, he's a little questionable for this game, so maybe me, him or Murphy. But uh, but that's if um, Lashawn McCoy plays, which he might play this week. So if he plays, I like him. There's a hamstring. Usually those are lingering. So yeah, but he might play this week, and it would just limit Chris Ivory. I won't. I won't start McCoy though. But it will limit Chris Ivory. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, so just tune tune in and just monitor and see if uh, LeSean McCoy is going to start or not. Well, if once he's a- not going to start, then, you know. Once again, we'll keep you updated as best as we can. Even though I told my job I don't want to work on Sundays. Boo, job, boo. Well, you know, I, I like working for the Met. But still, just I told him I couldn't work on Sundays, <laughs> and now they put me on for every single Sunday. And I'm, I'm getting updates on my phone about so-and-so players out, and I'm like, I can't take the time. Maybe the, there's a conspiracy involved. Maybe they have a family member that's going against you No, in the matchup, <laughs> and they just need you to be working No, but it's, it's, so you don't have to monitor your team. No, 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 but it's not monitoring <laughs> my team. I'm talking about I can't give the updates the out updates, as best I as know, I want I know, to. That's what I'm getting upset. Like, I'm getting all these updates, and I tell the manager, too. I'm like, look, look, I got to post this on my site. The people want to hear what, what the Vetted Fantasy Bureau tells them about their players and update. They check first here before they check ESPN. P- please, BFB. Hit up the management <laughs> of the metro <laughs> and tell them that I'm only working one more weekend. Give Slack Sunday over. off. <laughs> uh, moving along. Oh, snap. Hey, look how fast so, look how fast this time went. We don't have much time left. Oh, so, have, then, all right. So here I'll get the uh take the Bills minus two and the under forty two. The Bills minus two and the under forty two. Yeah. I will agree with you there. I'll take the Bills and also the under. Moving on to the Packers versus the Bears in this match. Now, um I have Aaron Jones as my R B two in both of my leagues. That I'm still alive in, so I don't like the fact that he has to go against the Bears. Tough here. match. I, I don't like that at all. But uh, I, I think, love it. I, I think love a, it. I think a big difference <laughs> will be stop being a hater. I think a big difference will be the fact that if they get him more involved in the passing game. I mean, he did have three catches last week, so maybe that will be like some sort of a thing. I'm hope I hope it becomes a thing, but. Um, Still, it, it kind of goes, you know, you still have, you're still going to have Jones in your lineup, I'm pretty sure. You know, it's going to be hard to bench him with the way he's been playing lately. It's still not a great matchup, though. Uh, 
it goes to the same for the other team. You know, you're going to play Jimmy Graham because if you have Jimmy Graham, I'm pretty sure you don't have another tight end that you were looking to get on your team. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you're going to play Adams. You're going to play Rodgers. And that's really it for the Packers. You can't trust Cobb. You can't trust MVS here, especially with this matchup. With the Bears, Robinson is officially listed as questionable for this game. If he sues up, he's still a good play. Oh, excuse me. Uh, he's still a good play. We know we'll keep you best updated on our platforms about his status as best as we can. Howard has always been the biggest headache this week for the, you know, he's been the biggest headache lately for the Bears. I like Howard better as a daily play. If if you feel like, if you feel the Bears are going to have a strong lead against the Packers, yeah, I, but, I, I suggest starting Jordan Howard, but the thing with Howard as a, as a flex. But the thing with Howard is for the past five games, he's averaged only 6.7 points. Yeah, but last game he scored... Uh, Ten points, but he's but the same. But the ten points is not what you want. It's know, not great. I'm just saying it's know, hard to trust him. It's really hard to trust him. Yeah. But I still like him this game. If you want to put him at least as your flex spot because you don't want to give him that status as RB one or RB two and throw in the flex, go ahead. I mean, you know, he's. I think he has up to RB two type numbers. So, in so there are people that have Aaron Jones, right? Right. And Jordan Howard, yeah. and they're contemplating who to start. Aaron Jones, without a doubt, okay. of course that. Yeah, no, go. you don't think about stuff like that. Just hey, there are people that think like that. If they're so. thinking about stuff like that, I doubt they made it to semifinals of the playoffs. To <laughs> be honest with you, if they're thinking about stuff like that, Aaron All Jones right. over at Jordan Howard. But I get it though. But Jordan Howard has a good matchup this week, and I get that. Uh, Tariq Cohen, you same as every week, has a really high ceiling with also a really low floor on any given Sunday. Burden's still a pretty decent play here, and I like Trubisky this week as well. Who faces the Packers when you when a QB faces the Packers? They average seventeen point one points per game. Moving as fast as we can, Marchetti. I got the Bears. All right, minus five and a half, the Bears. And the over under is 45. I got the Bears and the over. I got the Bears and the over as well. Move on, Marchetti, next. So tell me what you see with the Redskins and the Jaguars. Ooh, Redskins and Jaguars. This is going to be an ugly game. The over under <laughs> in this game is 36 points. I got the under still. 36 points. All right. The only player I will start in this game for Washington Redskins is Vernon Davis. Okay. Jacksonville is 17 against tight ends. And, oh, I might. Hey, if you have the Redskins defense, I'll start them here. Yeah, I thought about it, but you know, I still wouldn't start them though. But you know, yeah, against about, Cody Kessler it. and the struggling Jaguars, I thought about it. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, uh, you know, you could start them. Um, Leonard Fournette could run all over them. Would you start Adrian Peterson? No. Yeah, stay away. He's healthy, by the way. He'll be fine to play. But I would try my best to stay away. And for the Jaguars, start Fournette. Start the Jaguars defense. Yeah, Jaguars defense. I got streaming in one of my leagues. Hope they do good. And uh, I'll take. I hope Mark Sanchez comes back to play. I'll take, I'll take Washington with the spread seven and a half and the over, under. Uh, I'm taking the Jaguars and the overs. Moving on right now to the Titans versus the Giants, which is a game once again that we need to win. We got to win this game. The New York Giants. Has let's a, go, Big Blue. Let's go, Big Blue. Is if we blue. Let's do it. Uh, this is a game where I feel like the Giants. Ha- and I said it. I, actually, I was on the show. Um, I was on the other podcast yesterday on the board sports here at Gotham Podcast Studio. Shout out to Gotham Podcast Studios. Shout out to Will and um, Sean T from On the Board Sports. Says thank you very much for having me as a guest again. And it's funny because I'm a Giants fan, and Sean T, who I was you know on his show, um, filling in for Will, and I was talking to Sean, and Sean is a Titans fan. So that was funny that we had that you know the week when I fill in, I had to talk about them in the matchup. So uh, the Giants, I feel if we, as long as we can contain. Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry, I'm pretty sure we're going to be fine. I mean, we've had problems with mobile quarterbacks in the past, so we're going to have a bit of a problem with Marcus Mariota. But the fact is, though, um, it's going to come down to defense, I think, this game. It's going to be which defense is playing better because our because uh, the, the Titans need to stop Saquon and o, um, Odell Beckham Jr. is out this game. Yeah, He's not playing this game. He's already ruled out. So if they can stop Saquon for the most part, then they're going to really have a real good shot of winning and this game. And it's been hard to it's stop. It's been hard for anybody to stop yeah. Saquon. Yeah, but the Titans defense has been good. The Titans defense has got them as far as where they they are right now. I think it's been the strongest point about their their, fr- their team right now. The most consistent. Yeah, so they have to stop Saquon. If you know Saquon could break out, which I have a plan again also. And um, I'm playing Evan Ingram this week, so I hope he does good with um, Odell out. He might get an uptick in targets. So, um... I like I like Ingram this week to play because of the fact he's going to get more targets. I like Shepard also to play because he's going to get more targets. In daily, I like Russell Shepard in a daily game because, you know, some people play a bunch of daily games. It's not going to cost you anything. And I think it's going to be more concentrated on Saquon to stop in that run. I think Shepard's going to probably – Russell Shepard might get a deep pass here or there. It might get you a sneaky couple of, like – 12 or 15 points. Sneaky. Very sneaky. Yeah, which all you need in daily. Yeah, yeah so I, I like him a lot there. Um, 
so yeah, so it, it just and, I, and of course you're gonna play Saquon and I like I like Ingram and with the Titans I do like Henry this game. I don't see him doing mm-hmm. last week. What? I, I like Henry because the Giants get run on. Yes, they, they get run on. Now I wouldn't say it's, I say it's hard to trust them for your playoff match, but I do like Henry this game. Yeah, if you're contemplating, if you do have Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry, I'll start. I like Derek. Deion Lewis too. Yeah, I'll start Henry though over Deion Lewis. And I wouldn't start uh, Corey Davis because the NYPD New York Pass defense has been pretty good overall. NYPD. <laughs> all right 50 um all right so in this game i am gonna take the giants to win this game yeah so tennessee is minus one so giants are getting points at home the over under is 43 and a half give me the giants with the one point and the under i'm gonna take the giants and the over okay and usually i like to tie his defense for the most part wouldn't play him this week though so mark Eddington, what you think about the seahawks and the 49ers uh quickly so in this game you start chris carson uh, Rashad Penny is out. He's not playing uh, Sunday. So nope. Chris Carson with confidence. I love him this game. He could be a RB1. The, the, the Niners are 16 against run, running backs. Start Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett for sure. Seattle's defense. And Doug Baldwin, I think he came back to practice. So you could monitor that. But, um, yeah. As and you as like it, Tyler Lockett. I like Tyler Lockett. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I like him. Uh, the Niners are 24 against wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And if and Tyler Lockett has been a touchdown machine. Mm-hmm. I still like Hoover better. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, I'll start Jeffrey Wilson Jr. The Se- Seattle does get run on. Yeah, they do get run on. So yeah. I'll start him. He's an RB2 flex for me. George Kittle, without a doubt. Dante yeah. Pettis, I'll start him too. As a flex, he's he's been on the injury board this week, and yeah, he he came in, but I think it just is is nothing uh, major. Yeah, we're, we're but not, you can monitor that. Flex will be in charge, and he'll he'll let you know as best as I can. <laughs> All right, so the over unders here: San Francisco's getting three and a half points at home. The over unders forty four. Give me Seattle with the with the minus three and a half, and the under. I am also going to take Seattle, and I am also going to take the under in this matchup. So now moving on to the Patriots versus the Steelers. This is going to be a good game to watch. This is going to be a fun game to watch, I think. Yes. It's going to be a really good game and a really fun game to watch here. Uh, Now, the Steelers at home, you know uh, Ben Beth Roethlisberger always is good at home. You play him. You're going to play Brown. You're going to play Juju. James Conner. Is still questionable. I don't think he came back to practice. Yeah, he came back to practice. Yeah. Still, but it's still questionable if he's going to play this week or not. I, I hope he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. Because you're going against him. Yeah, I'm going against him. So, so you hope he doesn't. Nah. Well, you know what? Whatever. I hope he does. Whoever <laughs> has James Conner. If you have James Conner, I hope he comes back. Well, yeah. So he's he's gonna he might he might we'll keep you updated as best we can, but also look into you know, yourself on your team. You'll get your own updates as it is. But um. But, yeah, but on the Steelers, you already know the obvious ones you're going to play. There's no sneaky plays there for the Steelers. I don't think there's been a sneaky play at all throughout the entire year for anybody there. Uh, if he doesn't play, I it's hard to trust either Samuels or Ridley. I'll it's start hard. Samuels. I would trust Samuels over Ridley. Just because it's hard His pass catching ability, at least. It's still hard to trust anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Patriots side, of course, you're going to play Gronk. You're going to play uh, you know, Julian Edelman, without a doubt. Brady, I don't love Brady this week, and he hasn't been great. He hasn't been Tom Brady-ish the entire year, but I still don't love him this week at all. I'm not saying don't play him, but if you do happen to have like another option out there, go ahead with that if you happen to have another one. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, 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 for example, like, I'd much rather play, like, not for nothing, I'd rather play Trubisky than Brady this week. I'll start Brady, for sure. You know? So, uh, yeah. But Gronk, don't, think, don't think about that. Start Brady. Uh, no, don't love it. Okay, so then. Um, as far as running backs, Sony Michelle, James White. James White, I w- I'd be the safest one to play. Right. Be the safest one to play, just to make it easier right there. James White is definitely the safest one to play there. What about James Devlin? Who? <laughs> the touchdown hog. Yeah, no, I don't know who you're talking about. Don't play him. Whatever it is. All right. Hey, so go- he got he had a, he had two touchdowns. I don't care. And then one I touchdown last week. Fourteen God. points, six points. Don't All right. care. All right. All right. So then I'm, we're so then joking there. All right. I got the Steelers in this game. You got the Steelers. Yes. Uh, this game, give me the the Patriots. Okay. Cool. So moving on right now to the Eagles versus the Rams. Eagles Rams. Um, Talk to me, Marquetti. So now with the news with uh, Wentz out. Yes. You got Nick Foles. Out back there. Um, yeah. So the line is at eleven and a half, and it went uh, before the injury it was eleven and a half. Right now, let me see where it went to. It went to thirteen points, so it moved up one and a half points 
for the Rams. Right. So there's a minus 13 points at this time. You will start, for sure, you will start Jared Goff, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Todd Gurley. Josh Reynolds might be a good flex play. I like him more in daily than I do seasonal. All right. And um, as far as in the Eagles side, Josh Adams as a flex. But I think I'd rather start Darren Sproles over Josh Adams. What do you think? I wouldn't start any of them. I would stay away. You I wouldn't start away? any of them. I, I, the Rams are going to just take a big lead against the depleted Eagles defense, and they're not going to be able to run the ball all that much. I, I would stay away from them. I'm thinking Darren Sproles just because just if they're going to be trailing. Yeah, I, I get it. At least he's the past. I, yeah, I get that, but back. I still wouldn't trust him at all. I don't like right. any of them. Well, and you would definitely start Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Wide, wide receivers for the Eagles, I don't think I'll start any I, of them. I wouldn't like to either. I wouldn't start uh, Tate or you – know, when you think last week it was such a dangerous – off last week, excuse me, last year, it was such a dangerous offense into what they are this year. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, but it's such a bad matchup for them. You know, as, as I like the Rams defense. Yeah, I do like the Rams defense. <laughs> yeah, and in dynasty, right? Um, look out for the name on your waiver wire, John Kelly. He's 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 going to be next year's uh, Todd Gurley's uh, handcuff. Yep. You know, unfortunately, Malcolm Brown you know, got got hit to you know the IR. Yeah. And but, uh, Boston Scott, he just recently he signed, signed with the Eagles. He just signed with the Eagles. Excuse me. He could be the next uh, Darren Sproles. All right. And in this game, give me the Rams with the with the minus thirteen. Yeah, I'll take the Rams with the minus 13 as well in this game. Uh, last game to talk about here, the Saints versus the Panthers. Now, this is going to be a, this is going to be a very stressful Monday night for me because I got Christian McCaffrey going in both leagues as well. Both I, my running backs, both my running backs. No, wait, no, I don't. I only have one. Sorry, I only have one league. I got Christian McCaffrey going. I have Christian McCaffrey. I have Aaron Jones in both leagues. And I have Alvin Kamara. Yeah, so it's going to be a very stressful M- one. Monday night, I'm going to be off. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be watching it. I don't know if I should watch it at home or I should go to a bar. Well, I missed the first half of every Monday night game because I coach my basketball yeah. practice. So I always miss the first half and uh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm going to I'm I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to be I'm if, stressed out already. If I'm trailing by a lot, right? Which you more than likely will be. Uh, on Sunday, a substantial if, I'm, amount. If, if I'm trailing by a lot, I'm probably going to be watching at home. But if I feel like I'm I'm behind by 20 points or so, I'm probably going to go to a bar, get ready to celebrate. Go ahead. Talk about this game. I'm sorry. Just stressed. <laughs> Come on, man. All right. We're talking about this game. All right. So now, so the thing is what I'm stressed most about is because, it, and you sound, you think I wouldn't be stressed at all because of the fact that Christian McCaffrey has been killing lately. He really has. Awesome. Too he, good to be true, right? That's what you're feeling? Like, like, like Christian McCaffrey is like, is, um, is like t- kind of like, um, like he's a candidate for like late season MVP. Yeah. For the year, like you know, he's he's like the overall like uh, running back number three overall. You know what I mean? You can make a very very strong case for like the second half of the season fantasy MVP, just MVP in general. You know, he scored. You know, his last couple of games, he scored. You know, forty six and thirty and twenty seven. He's having a great couple of games. He's getting a good amount of touches. Getting always played with you know as a pass catcher. So he's having a great year, Christian McCaffrey. But the Saints still have allowed the second fewest running back fantasy points since week. 10 tough matchup i know in the starting in, in the start of the year they were bad through the air and now they got in better through the air but they've always been good through on the run the saints have always been good on the run so it's a very 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 touch matchup but tough matchup but christian mccaffrey is such a good pass catcher that they'll probably still use him through the air and he'll probably get his points through there hopefully he will because i have him going so i hope so and it's you know it's a close game with that one i'm playing the first seed against johnny so, all right so yeah all right i know uh anyway so yeah so in that one um I don't love Cam Newton in this game. I don't love him, but at the same time, like I wouldn't like you know, I wouldn't like not play him. Because look at the other time, like too, like he you gotta you gotta play him. Yeah, he's had five interceptions in the last two games, four in one game, but he still ended up with the game where he had four interceptions. Still ended up putting twenty fantasy the, points. The Saints secondary is not that great. It's not that great, but it's not that bad either. They're 32, 32 the against the wide receivers. The, the thing is, I think you know the, the Browns, the Browns, excuse me, that uh, the Panthers' defense is not all that great, and I think Drew Brees is really going to like you know expose them and really going to take advantage and really put up high numbers. So I think Cannon is going to keep having to pass the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Ian Thomas is is a, is a decent play if you needed the tight end. Like if your tight end was like you know if you're streaming tight ends for the most part, you know for the week, like for the year, like if it ended up being Greg Olson. Yeah. And you want to use uh, Ian Thomas go right ahead if that's the best option that's out there. Uh, you know, 
Devin Funches, don't play. Stay away from. I do like Samuels, even though he has a very tough matchup. But like I like him more than like I said, like Robbie Anderson. Because Robbie Anderson said in the beginning of this, I would consider you know, I would consider um playing Robbie Anderson. Samuels, I would trust him more to play. He's been has a good rapport now with Cam Newton. So Definitely, you know, definitely worth like a flex consider- consideration. Definitely, I recommend them as a flex if you don't have any other better options. Yeah, I, I like DJ Moore as well. As yeah, a flex. I like I like Samuel a little better. I think Moore is going to see because DJ Moore is going to see more of Lattimore. You know, the, the top cornerback. You think so? Yeah, he's going to see more of Lattimore, the top cornerback. So I like Samuel better in this game. And uh, yeah, so you know, when 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 it comes to like you know the the, the Saints. You play Thomas, you play Breeze, you play Ingram, you play Kamara. Ingram, I, I would even still play because the Panthers' run defense has been all that great all year long. Yeah, and, but as far as wide receivers for the Saints, it's only Thomas. Only that's Thomas? It. Only Michael Thomas. That's what. For the, oh, for the Saints? Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. wide receivers. Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it, that's it. And, yeah, uh, yeah so it's all the obvious here, and then uh, don't play any of their defenses, and that's how it goes. All right, so the line for this game is minus six for the Saints. The over-under is 50 and a half. I got the Saints covering that, and I got the Saints winning, and I got the under. I got the Panthers covering the points, and I have the over. Okay. That wraps it up, Dougie. That wraps it up. That wraps it up. Mike, you got an outro music already for us to go it's on? It's a wrap. Bro- ah, I messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> Work on it. Work on it at <laughs> home. Work on it on your free time, and then you can play it out here it's whenever you want. It's a wrap, Roni, Tony. <laughs> uh, we'll be back with you again on Tuesday for another Tuesday edition to get you uh, best man. set up for the finals. Congratulations, everybody that made it out this far so far for the semifinals. We hope you have a great week. Remember, please rate us. Please review us. Take a couple minutes. You just heard us. Even if you like this show or I hated this show, whatever it was. or Even even if you hate me. Even if you hate Marchetti, whatever. If you love Marchetti, whatever it is, just write a review for us. Tell us something about how you feel so we continue to grow the show in the best way possible. Give us a rate. Give us a review. Party people, we appreciate your support. Marchetti, you want to say goodbye to the party people? Hey. Have a good weekend. Uh, have fun. All right? Don't get too carried away if you lose, and don't get too carried away if you win. <laughs> <laughs> wise words, Marchetti. Wise words. <laughs> so wise. All right, party people. Once again, follow us on Instagram at BFB Podcast, on our Twitter at Podcast BFB. Party people, good luck to you this weekend in the semifinals. Success and nothing less. Peace. Boom. <laughs>